Welcome to the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast, where you'll learn the secret sauce, what it really takes to build a thriving mortgage business doing what you love without relying on cold calling or annoying realtors. And now, let's join your host, Doran Aldana. Hey, welcome everyone to this live podcast. This is Doran Aldana from MortgageMarketingCoach.com coming at you with the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast with the one, the only, Peter Fakaisen. Uh, this is a gentleman that I've had the great pr- privilege and pleasure of uh, coaching over the last year. And uh, he started out just basically uh, transitioning from one company to the next. So we were starting basically from a standing start. He had a lot of people in his database, a lot of connections, but uh, we didn't have the ability to connect with them because of, uh, you know, anti uh We'll just call it, we'll just call it, he had made a commitment not to do so for a certain period of time to keep things simple. And then uh, we've been wrapping them up ever since. And one of the things that Peter's really, really, really good at is adding unique value to realtors. And so today's topic is how to add unique value to realtors and add so much unique value that they stick to you like super glue so that they don't just give you a passing you know, promise that never materializes for business, but they go all in, send you all their business all the time, make you their exclusive, and they wouldn't even conceive of working with anyone else. So this is gonna be a really interesting, cool, and fun conversation. And Peter, thanks for being with me today, man. This is gonna be awesome. No problem. Good to uh, see you and talk to you. <laughs> Absolutely, as always. So why don't we dive in and, and just start off with, um, a few key distinctions around what it takes to be unique, because let's be real guys, especially as um, rates go up and you know, there's uh, less and less refis. You may have already noticed this, but if you haven't noticed, you'll certainly notice it as time goes on, as rates continue to climb that uh, more and more loan officers are crawling out of their proverbial from out from underneath the proverbial uh, refi rocks, as Peter would say. Yeah. And, uh, they are all clamoring for the same business. They're all going after realtors. And so realtors are getting the heat right now from all angles, from all directions. And then there's programs like the core that teach their disciples to hammer realtors on the same day. So now we got Monday madness where the same realtor is getting 15 freaking calls from, you know, 15 different LOs on the same day. And so your job, as a loan officer to stand out is becoming more and more difficult. If you hadn't noticed by now, you're now stuck in this clutter, this ever building blur of me too. They have great rates. Me too. They have great service. Me too. Oh, they're paying for Zillow ads. Me too. They're paying for Zillow leads. Me too. You get the idea. And so how do we stand out from this blur of me too and cut right through the BS cut right through the clutter and cut right into the nerve of what realtors really care about so that you become the only logical choice so that they're open and receptive to hearing from you, meeting uh, with you and doing business exclusively with you. That is the million dollar question, is it not? So obviously there's a lot of different components to this. If it was simple and easy, everyone would be doing it. So there is some sophistication and some multi-dimensional execution that's required to make this thing happen. It's not just going to be one little easy button. There's a lot of components to it. But why don't we kick things off, Peter? Why don't we uh, start off with showing up? How do you show up 
and make a powerful and positive first impression. Um, and even before that, how do you even know who you're supposed to be showing up to and for? In other words, do you just start throwing yogurt at the fan and just going through the proverbial yellow pages or white pages and, and just hope for the best? Or is there a strategic plan here on who exactly you're going after? And then once you know who you're going after, how are you making that powerful, positive first impression? Yeah, well, uh, thanks a lot, Doran. Um, you know, I'd say, you know, first and foremost, you know, I think the biggest value that you taught me, which I think a lot of people lose sight on before you even show up is kind of doing your research. And, you know, in doing that research, one of the things that I felt that was most lost that you kind of, you really helped me find is that, you know, where I was before I'm in my current job, I was constantly just trying to service everybody instead of focusing on a narrow group. So, you know, in the analysis that you and I went through, it was more or less, well, hey, Pete, you're working with 200 real estate agents. Wow, that's crazy. Um, you know, and really trying to figure out well, what are you doing for all those people? How are you keeping up with it? And really getting down to it because the business folks is numbers. Who do we want to work with? How do we want to work with them? What is the life balance with that as well? Do we want to work 100 hours? Do we not want to work 100 hours? And really figuring out how to establish those partnerships uh, to a way that they're getting something out of it and so are you are. So setting yourself apart is key. So what I try to do is I evaluate my partnerships. Number one, I'm, I'm looking into MLS. Uh, here in the States, we use multiple listing systems. You can go in and you can evaluate who's doing what, where, why, and how near you. So how many listings they do, how many buyers are they representing, and you can figure out who are the people you want to go after. And then really the second part of you know my kind of upfront due diligence is who are these people? Do I have friends? So I just simply type their name into Facebook and look them up. And, you know, um, I think one thing that, you know, we as loan originators and in business in general kind of discount is what does our bio kind of look like as well? Like having a killer bio is somewhat of a first impression. So having a killer Facebook page, is kind of like that too. I mean, I look through and I look for characteristics in talking topics for my meeting. That's so I know who I'm dealing with. Maybe they went to a college the same year as a friend of mine. Maybe they belong to the same group. It's the same way I think about marketing in general. Like, you know, you don't want to market to everybody. You want to market to people where you can, you know, garner a connection. So doing that kind of research up front is key because maybe they have the same type of dog you have. And that's a topic you can come by because, you know, again, creating that relationship with them from day one and that talking point, you got to think about what you're doing now and what other people are doing. Like Doran said, you know, the, the core you're, you're calling. I mean, I met a loan officer the other day. Oh, I, I, you know, it was a Sunday. It was a social gathering. I said, what are you doing leaving early? And I'm like, you know, we're just getting started here. We're going to have fun. Oh, I got to be prepared for my core call tomorrow. I got to call 32 realtors. And I was like sitting to myself going, 32 realtors, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't budget that amount of time in my day. And what am I going to say to 32 people? And those 32 people want to talk to me. 
Well, mm-hmm. that's if they want to talk to you if you have something common. Um, and, and I think that's, you, you know, Dora and I, you, you most likely agree, but it's like, you know, if I look up someone and they went to the same college or they have the same likes or belong to the same club or our kids are doing the same thing, mm-hmm. as loan originators, whether you're comfortable talking to people or not, you should be able to be comfortable to talk about personal, you know, your personal experience and topics because when it comes down to it, we're all doing mortgages. Um, we can all deliver rate sheets. We can all deliver donuts. We can all <laughs> take someone out for a drink. We can all take someone out for dinner. Um, we can all uh, sponsor an open house lunch. But when it comes down to its personal relationship, that's where you're going to get the referral. Um, and, and having niches is good, but building that relationship, who can you build a relationship with? Am I as a, you know, 44 year old, you know, guy gonna, with, with three little kids, um, am I going to be able to go out and, you know, appeal to the agent that's been in the business for 42 years that doesn't care about anything, including who she refers or who's doing the mortgage because it will just get done in their mind? Um, probably not. But am I going to appeal to, you know, the realtor that, you know, has three kids my age, um, you know, the soccer moms of the world that are getting into real estate business, that that type of thing. So I really try to hunt out people that I think are like me that have the same interests. But, you know, and I know Doran, you'll echo this is I definitely want people to understand that this partnership is is about collaboration and that collaboration is, yeah, you're probably going to call me on Sundays sometimes and ask mm-hmm. me to do a last minute pre-approval. But if we can prepare and refer each other the correct way, life and business is going to be so much smoother and easier and we'll just set us up in the future. Absolutely. So there's a few components of that that I want to recap. Uh, you, you're going to be on reverb. So if you can turn on your speakers a bit, Peter, uh, okay. the reverb, reverb down to a minimum. Um, so the first thing that you guys really want to get clear on is who's your target market when it comes to your ideal realtor partner. Is it a newbie who has promise to potentially send you business in a year or two or three, or is it someone who's already established, who's already doing 25 to 50 million in sales per year? You know, is, are you looking for someone who's a listing agent? Are you looking for someone who's a buyer's agent? Do you not care? You need to get clarity because most people don't get what they want because they don't know what they want. So the first step is getting clarity. It's like the proverbial, um, you know, consistent ongoing drama queen who goes from relationship to relationship to relationship. And it's just nothing but drama and trauma from one relationship to the ship to the next. And one thing you'll notice with that kind of person is they don't have clarity on what's a must for them. They have no clarity. They've never written down what's a must for me in an ideal spouse. What's a must have and a must not have. And so this lack of clarity allows them to just drift through life settling. And the same thing goes in business. If you don't know what you want, you won't get what you want. So the very first step is getting clarity on what you want. Who is your ideal partner? Write down the qualities and the characteristics of your ideal partner. How many deals a month are they doing? Are they doing purchase deals? Are they doing, or, or, pardon me, are they just doing, um, um, buyer representation, or are they doing seller represent, representation also? Are they in your local area or are they somewhere else? Are they o- open to new ideas? Are they upbeat and positive? Are they coachable? Are they fun? 
Are they receptive to new insight, new ways of doing things? Are they committed? Get clarity on who your ideal partner is. That's the first step. The next step is who do you need to be to attract that kind of a person? If you want to attract someone who's committed, you need to be committed. If you want to attract someone who is coachable, you need to be coachable, right? If you want to attract someone who's a go-getter, you need to be a go-getter. So whatever you want to attract, you need to become that first. Water seeks its own level, right? So if you want to attract champs, you can't afford to be a chump. You can't afford to show up like a chump. You got to show up like a champ. So that's the first thing. The other thing too is, is that, um, that positive first impression when you're making that phone call, do you even know what your outcome is on that call? Are you just flying by the seat of your pants and hoping something positive comes out of it? You have to have clarity. What's my outcome in this call? Is your outcome to go from zero to hero in one call? Is your outcome, is your, is your outcome to try and ask for marriage on the first date? If you go that route, it ain't going to go so well. So you have to have a strategic plan. What's your first step? Make the call. What's the second step? Have an initial discovery meeting. What's the third step? If they pass that, then maybe you might have a show and tell meeting where you show them all the awesomeness you bring to the table. If they pass that step, you might invite them to your VIP partnership program. But notice how it's strategic. And you're only, you're only taking on one outcome at a time. You're not trying to do a bu whole bunch of things at once. One outcome for each step step by step. If they pass the test, you move on to the next. If they don't qualify, then they get pulled out of the, the, the funnel and you replace them with someone else. That makes sense, guys? So having clarity. So here's something I, I want you guys to try on and really embrace. The people that you're speaking to, they couldn't give a rat's ass if you offer great rates and great service. They expect that as a minimum expectation. If you want to make a powerful and impactful first impression, you need to bring total certainty. Total certainty, clarity, and confidence that A, you're the real deal, B, you have something unique, powerfully, distinctly unique that adds real, tangible, meaningful value to the realtor if they qualify. Notice I say if they qualify. And you're the kind of person, come hell or high water, you will deliver. Not you may deliver, not you hope you will deliver, not you, you pray that you will deliver, you freaking know you deliver. Notice the certainty, right? One of the reasons why Peter is kicking so much ass going from zero to like, you know, five, six, seven, eight, million plus per month in volume and continuing to grow is because he brings that certainty to his conversations with his realtors. True, Peter? That's right. It's right. I mean, you know, confidence goes a long way. And, you know, when you're presenting, whether it be in front of one person or 30 people, in order to get in front of the 30 people, you got to present to that one person the right way. And, you know, knowing knowing that you're confident in what you're talking about, again, whether it be about, you know, your, your golden retriever or, you know, your 30-year fixed niche products, you know, there's a believability. And if you're not confident, you know, buying a home is the greatest asset for a lot of people. And, you know, if you're not confident, you don't exude the confidence in it, then, you, you know, why would someone use you? And 
you know, you got to think about it is, you know, a partnership is more than just a pre-approval. And, you know, that, that partnership is what I, what I sell. I'm going to help you. You're going to help me. We're going to refer each other and we're going to try to make money as easy as we can from, you know, an implementation of, you know, how we, how we refer each other to what do we do after closing for that client, how we market them. Um, you know, and if you can get the right people thinking this way, you know, I mean, Doran, you said it best. You don't need 200 agents. I needed 15 core agents that would send me one deal a month. I need to remarket my people correctly post-closing so they know Pete Fakaisen is, you know, the guy to call. Um, you, you know, and then you, you just, again, you got to study not only who you're dealing with as a client, um, but you got to study your referral partners too, and you got to make sure that they're game. And you know, I think an expectation level, Doran, that we, you know, I don't think you and I have covered before is, you know, I tell realtors that in referral, I know you have other partners. Mm-hmm. I just don't want you to refer other partners when you refer me. Like, pick someone to refer. You know, I know there's many people that talk about laws out there about referring less than, you know, three people or one. Well, if you want to get paid for all your work for driving these people around for two weeks, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you want to feel focused on other business while I close up your deal, um, you can count on count on me. I mean, if you're not confident in talking about that, then y- y- you got to get there and you got to find that level of confidence in the way you speak or it's just you know, you're going to continue to go out and deliver rate sheets every week. Agreed. Agreed. So bringing that certainty is key. If you want to have a positive, powerful first impression, you have to bring total clarity, confidence, and certainty. No half-stopping, no pulling of punches, no maybes, no sort of kindas, absolute I will, I am, it's, a, it's an absolute done deal. We're not hoping, we're knowing. That kind of clarity, that kind of language. So m- write this down. I am a merchant of certainty. You want to bring that to your calls when you're converting leads into closings, and you want to bring that to your calls when you're booking appointments with realtors. I am a merchant of certainty. People are looking for leadership, whether you knew it or not, whether, whether you like it or not people are secretly crying out for leadership they want someone who knows where they're going who knows what they stand for who knows the direction to go what to do to get the best and highest outcome period and if you have total clarity confidence and certainty on how to lead people out of their hell and into their heaven they will follow you they will follow your lead but it starts with you So that's the first step. Once you bring that total clarity, confidence, and certainty, the next step is how are you going to add value? And obviously, you need to have clarity on how you're going to add that value, and that's a dynamic process. You're going to continue to stack up different ways you can do that. You'll keep loading more proverbial arrows into your quiver over time as you get better, as you get sharper, as you get wiser, as you get more experienced and more sophisticated. You'll have more to bring to the table. But it doesn't matter so much how many arrows you have in your quiver, just that you have total 
buy-in that these arrows will produce real impact in their business, in their life. Because if you're not sold, they won't be sold. If you're not certain it's unique, powerful, compelling, and worthwhile, they won't, right? The very first sale is selling yourself on it. So let's talk about different ways we can add value. Let's look at leads, for example. One of the absolute best ways to add value to your realtors is don't be a mortgage parasite asking for leads, but do the complete opposite. Bring leads to the table. Now, often when you guys hear that, you say, yeah, I know that, I know that. And your first presupposition, knee-jerk reaction is, oh, I'm gonna bring leads by doing Facebook ads, or I'm gonna bring leads by doing you know, a, a joint campaign with Zillow, or I'm gonna buy leads or whatever it is you're doing, right? That's the knee-jerk reaction is all that typical stuff, but it doesn't necessarily have to just be that. So let's explore the different ways that we can help them generate leads. Um, Peter, want to chime in on that in terms of some of the ways you've helped yeah, your, just, uh, your realtors yeah. generate leads? Yeah, I just laugh like the Zillow, and I know a lot of people do do it, but think about think about committing to a dollar figure per month where you have no control. The agent or your referral partner gets all the leads, you don't, and they send people to you at at will. I mean, Zillow is brilliant for going out there and telling the realtors to call you and, and be part of it. But what are you getting out of that? What, a, what accountability are you getting when that, when that lead goes to that agent, you're not notified. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's no notification. I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, when, when working with my partners, when we talk about leads, you know, the first thing that I try to do is, you know, again, a partnership Doran in my mind is we meet in person every other week at least. And by the way, a lot of that is social. We don't even talk about business. But mm. I might be brainstorming something, you know, with one person that I come up with something for another. You know, mm -hmm. I'm also not like clouding all of my, um, you know, in my area where I am in Massachusetts, you know, I'm not trying to work with five agents in the same town. You know, it, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the right amount of people that affect the right amount of areas because you, you just, you can't overpopulate yourself. You can't go to the, the Remax next door to the Coldwell Banker next door to, um, you know, the Keller Williams all in one town and just drop off the same stuff and expect to have results. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, you know, with the lead piece, I really try to figure out from a marketing standpoint, you know, number one, you know, what are they doing to follow up with the leads? Like a lot, of, I have a lot of friends in the mortgage business that are paying for Zillow ads that they're just, it's it's a wing and a prayer, Doran. I mean, where do we, mm -hmm. you just paid $300 this month or $500. I knew a guy that was paying $700 a month, you know, and he wasn't getting a loan a month to pay for that. And even at a loan a month, depending on what the value is there, you know, Zillow doesn't break it down by loan amount. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're in an area where your average loan amounts two hundred thousand dollars, and if you're making a hundred basis points, I mean seven hundred dollars after taxes, whether in the U.S. or Canada, I mean that's not much bread left over for the amount of work you're doing that you're you're praying for it to come through. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is is that you got to make sure that you know is that marketing partner able to handle those leads and experience with that. I mean. 
you know, are they good at cold calling? How many other people are, are calling those people? Um, is that person engaged? Or are they just looking on Zillow? I mean, just to use that as an example or Trulia, you know, how many people have those apps on their phones that are working with other agents that you might be running around with that, you know, if you're not, if your agent's not confident to say, are you working with another agent up front? I mean, a lot of these people aren't pre-approved either. So the first stop on those leads should be you. It should, mm-hmm. You should be getting pre-approved. But, um, you know, again, setting a, setting the course and in 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 writing out a good plan and meeting with them to talk about their business, um, you know, once you, once you have them doing it often, you're able to, you know, find out what's going on, not only in their life, but if they can handle, you know, leads. Because, Doran, I think you both, both you and I know from the digital marketing we're doing, um, you know, you can't, not everybody's built to do these, you know, but a lot of people are paying for them. I mean, Zillow's making a lot of money off people, um, you know, a lot of money by selling leads, but there's easier ways to do that with better results. Agreed. Agreed. So you want to look at what everyone else is doing and ask, how can I be unique? If everyone else is zigging, how can I be zagging? Um, So you want to look at the conventional way of doing things and do not follow the herd. If you want to be unique, you cannot afford to follow the herd. If you want to be the top dog, you can't afford to do what all the bottom feeders are doing. You just can't. And far too often we, we see people following the herd and expecting to get extraordinary results from an ordinary method. That's just not going to happen. It doesn't work. So there are other ways. So there's basically, you know, really three ways to help them generate more leads. You can help them generate more leads through consumer direct ads, like having an effective Facebook ad, which is one of the things we help our clients do. Um, some markets are more difficult than others, depending on competition and, uh, and the uh, real estate prices in your market. And obviously, if you have more to offer in terms of bond programs, state bond programs, that opens up a lot more opportunity as well because you're not gonna get a high net worth clientele typically through a Facebook ad. It's usually more the entry level first time buyers. But consumer direct is one way to do it. So if you got if you got realtors stepping over dollars to pick up dimes with Zillow ads where the ad, you know, with Zillow leads where the lead is getting passed on to two, three, four, five different mortgage companies, you can add significant unique value by generating and self-sourcing your own leads through Facebook, for example, that are exclusive and you're getting them pre-approved and then passing them on to the realtor. Everyone wins. You can do that two different ways. You can get the realtor to pay for the ad or you can pay for the ad. Obviously, different type of ad depending on whether the realtor is paying for it or you're paying for it. But at the end of the day, the realtor wants quality leads. And if you can serve up more quality leads who need a buyer's agent or a seller's agent, depending on what they're looking for, that is unique value, especially if you can get a decent conversion rate on those leads. Uh, there are systems also you can bring to the table to help them do a higher conversion with less effort. We'll talk about that in a moment. The other opportunity that is so often overlooked, and it's frankly frustrating as hell for me because it, it's like stepping over dollars to pick up dimes. It's like dangling from a big 24-foot uh, ladder and risking your life reaching for the anemic, sour, dried-up fruit at the top of the tree when you got these big, beautiful, plump, juicy, sweet fruit that you can pluck from the ground with your own database. Far too often, mortgage professionals neglect 
their database. They think they're doing database marketing, but they're like white belt level database marketing. They're using cookie cutter crap from their company's CRM. They might make one call a year, if that, haphazardly, inconsistently, if they get around to it, if they feel like it, they might send some boring ass, you know, closing gift and that's pretty much it. And then they think that they're doing database marketing. No, that's anemic white belt level marketing that's probably having you leave a good one, two or three deals per month per 100 past clients in your database and you have no freaking clue. Meanwhile, if you were even just to move up to a blue belt or a brown belt or if you're really ambitious, a black belt, you can pick up a whole whack load more of uh, deals for yourself that need a realtor to fulfill on those deals. And guess what? Those are the absolute best quality leads you could ever pass on to your realtors. But because you're neglecting that, you don't have anything to give there. So that's a huge opportunity that chances are many, if not all of you are overlooking is just being able to mine the gold from your database at a higher level so you can close more deals and so you can pass more deals to your, your realtors. Does that make sense, guys? Um, and then the third way is help them get better results from their marketing they're already doing. You want to help them get more leads? Look at how they're already generating leads. Chances are they're leaving a shit ton of money on the table with haphazard, non-existent, anemic follow-up, leaving a lot of deals to fall through the cracks, uh, a lot of delay, slow speed to the lead in their follow-up. They may have pretty much non-existent or anemic long-term nurture to their database. Some of them may not even have a CRM. They're operating from Outlook and an Excel spreadsheet. Some of these people are a freaking gong show and they're doing 12, 20 deals a year and they still, they're a gong show from technology standpoint. Have you found that to be true, Peter, or is this just me talking? Uh, you know, I, you know, the, the gong show is, specific to the people that want to deliver that, you know, I mean, I'm, you, you got to bring something new and fresh. I mean, everyone, it's, it's what I drive into, you know, my group every day. You know, if, if, if you're going to go out and try to deliver, you've got to deliver, you know, in a way that's, that's going to help someone. And, and just to give an example, um, when it comes to the marketing and giving leads, Okay. I had someone I hadn't seen in multiple years contact me and I was on the opposite side and they, you know, they were used to, Oh, I've got someone I use and this and that. And I said, well, you know, I'm great. Great to hear from you. I can't wait to work with you on this deal. We did a great job on the deal. This gentleman was the seller's agent. Next thing you know, I, I sent him a note. It was great. He, we, we met, I told him about leads. I hadn't even started, you know, working with him at all yet. I started sending him some leads one by one. He was executing on them. We got more apps. I ended up doing a, you know, a virtual open house for him. He got two other buyers out of that. Um, and what it's turned into, and Doran, you and I talked about this the other day. I mean, it snowballed into 15 pre-approved buyers that aren't even coming through my lead base system. And, you know, my hope with this, you know, one real estate agent that I did no deals with in 2017, uh, I mean, we've got six under contracts, four offers out right now. My goal is to close 30, 30 deals with this guy this year, 
from zero last year. Right. And that's and people. You, and you people know, think they need people think they need twenty different realtors. I mean, if you have one solid partner who's doing decent production, that one partner can be worth six figures to you. Right? Yep. And I mean, how many do you want? You get you know ten of them. That's the seven figure business. And well, that's not including your database. That's not including your database. That's just your realtor referrals. Right. And the, and the gong show is when you're too busy to pick up the phone and people are calling you with questions that you, you know, are not making you money. Um, and, you know, realizing that the people that are wasting your time, that is the gong show. That is where you need to focus on what's going to help you and what relationships are. I'll be honest. I, you know, I ended a couple relationships that made me a lot of money last year. And Doran, we spoke about it. I mean, it, it's really tough, you know, to, to cut someone off and cut the flow, but you know, th there's, there's no drama, there's no nothing. And this is someone I've been doing business with for years and I just, I ended it and I don't have half the headache on it. Um, you know, that, that, that I used to, um, you know, and I have, I have other people that I have relationships with that, you know, have been, super strong where other people are trying to etch in. And again, I think if, if I can give any really, really good advice is if you go in and expect everything, you're never going to get it. But if you expect and you earn it little by little, and that's not by saying, hey, give me all the deeds, deals that fall out from all the lenders. Let me show you what I can do. You don't want to be that person either. You don't want to be the, you know, the, the, the fix-up shop, the repair shop. Um, and, and waste your time and clog up your whole pipeline because that, that, again, gong show. You know, mm -hmm. you'll be spending your whole day trying to figure out how to do two deals when you could have been out doing other stuff that makes you money. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you have to really segment your business and figure out your partners because that makes or breaks not only the year, but it makes the whether you can sleep at night, whether you, you know, you're eating healthy. You're, you're doing your routine, um, and it just, it's important. I mean, it's, you know, again, going back to the lead portion, I mean, you really got to pick the right partner you're going to work with on that and who you're going to give leads and not to. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I say that I work dorm with a consolidated amount of agents. I still market, you know, probably 60. So I'm mm -hmm. down from 200 to 60. Is that okay? <laughs> it's all about quality, not quantity. But, Right. 15 or at the, the day, at the end of the day, we don't give a rat's ass about how many realtors we have. What we care about is what kind of life can we create for ourselves and our family? At the end of the day, Facebook ads, Zillow, database marketing, realtors, and everything else in between, is all they're all just tools in the toolbox. But you've got to get clarity on what those tools are moving you towards. What's your outcome? And this ties into what you're talking about, Peter, about, you know, settling and allowing drama to cause trauma in your life. And if you enable it, it persists. And so it comes down to what are your standards, guys? What are you willing to settle for? And what are you not willing to settle for? And if you just decide I will not work with a drama queen realtor or a drama queen client, period, guess what? When you set that standard and you have the balls, the proverbial brass balls to hold up to that standard, you will only have amazing clients who love you, appreciate you, 
and are a pleasure, a delight to work with. Same thing with realtors. If you just decide, I will not work with a drama queen realtor. I will only work with realtors who are willing to do X, Y, and Z. I only work with realtors who inspire me to be better, to be the best I can be, who I can have fun with, who I want to grow with, who I, I, I actually respect and appreciate and love working with. If you just set that standard, guess what? That's who you're going to attract. And you're going to purge out through the centrifugal force of your clarity and your standards. You're going to purge out all of the chumps and all of the drama queens and all of the stinking thinking bottom feeders who just aren't at your level, who aren't vibrating at your level. And you're going to only work with people who feed you energy and are life giving as opposed to life taking. But it comes down to standards. You get what you expect and you get what you will. If you if you will settle for it, then you'll get what you'll settle for. So do not settle for anything less than divine perfection. That's worth writing down. Do not settle for anything less than divine perfection in your business. Does that mean, Dorn, that it has to be perfect? No. But it means that you have a standard that you are committed to and you will not live out of obligation. You will not settle. You will not tolerate bullshit. They either will rise to your level or they're gonzo. That's how you roll. Yeah, and, and Doran, just to, you know, the standards, okay? So let me give you an example of a standard. A standard that I set forth from day one. And it, and it's, it, and it's, it's funny because I, I reviewed this with some new hires um, that I just made. And, you know, they're, one of the new hires, where's my business cards? And I said, we don't need to give out business cards. I go, we need to get business cards. <laughs> yeah, we, we take business cards. We don't give them out. And he said, I don't understand what you mean. And I said, we spoke an hour, an hour last week about this. Um, you know, the standards I set forth with my marketing partners, it's very important, um, the referral. It all starts with how people are referring you folks. And, you know, if you're referring – and saying, here's a stack of my business cards. I'm going to give it, you know, I'm going to give them out. You're basically giving a client the opportunity to walk away. As I say to the realtor, you're giving the client the opportunity to walk away with that business card, throw it in the trash, let the laundry eat it. In my case, let the dry cleaner eat it or right. the, uh, you know, um, recycle bin, recycling bin, trash. How about the stack of, uh, you know, everyone that's sitting at a desk right now, look in a drawer. I bet you got a stack of business cards. You're talking, <laughs> you didn't even look at, right? Doran, how many you got right there? You know, it's the type of thing where look, seriously, here it is. Here we go. <laughs> there's, the junk, there's the junk drawer right there. Yeah. Stack. <laughs> Not even organized. Yeah, you know, it's so, all scattered in oblivion in the drawer. We live in a digital world, folks, and, you know, I, I think the standard I set forth with those realtors is I need you to give good referral. You do your job. You do the front call. You talk about where you want to live, what type of house, what type of yard, how many bathrooms, how many bedrooms, whatever you want to do, and... When it's time for you to start taking this thing seriously about your business, Mr. Realtor, you got to stop asking people where they're pre-approved. Any realtor I work with says, are you pre-approved? I tell them, you are losing money the minute you say that. You need to direct people. Again, taking charge. 
you sit down with the realtor and say, hey, listen, if you could try this with me, next time you have a client, don't ask if they're pre-approved. Okay, I know where you're going to buy. I know, I, I know the houses. I'm going to set you up on MLS. You're going to get the drips every morning with all the new listings. So, but now listen, I'm going to send you an email. I'm going to CC you, uh, the lender we work with, and I need you to get pre-approved. I'm going to send you the keys to success. I'm going to get you pre-approved. Let the client then answer. Oh, well, I already went to, well, listen, I'm still going to send the email. I'm going to, I'm going to CC the lender. He'll set up a time to talk with you. It's a 15 minute conversation. That's all you need to have 15 minutes. And then, Hey folks, it's up to us as loan officers or, you know, mortgage brokers or whatever you're calling yourself. You know, it's up to us to be able to deliver the client. They gave us the referral. It's up to us. And you need to memorize what I'm saying because you have to be able to believe in yourself that this is the only way to refer. Business cards are baloney. Phone calls, baloney. The, the worst, by the way, and everyone's going to agree with me, the worst is, hey, Pete, it's Bob, the realtor. Yeah, Hey, Bob, what's going on? This is a Sunday while you're watching your kid's soccer game or you're, you know, you're, you're, you're having your, uh, having a, having a drink after work. And I'm here with uh, uh, Mickey and Mickey wants to buy this other, this house. Can you get on? Oh, let me put her on the phone with you. And next thing you know, you're in the most awkward conversation ever because the realtor has set you up to fail. They're at an open house. They just, they're standing outside the house in the car and you're trying to talk to them about buying the most important thing in their life, the biggest expense they've ever taken on, the largest asset, and you're in a phone conversation on the side of a road with the realtor's cell phone? Who wants that? <laughs> Think about it. Think uh -huh. about it. You need to tell people how to do stuff professionally. You don't want to be the mortgage guy or girl. I'm going to give you my mortgage guy. No, 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 no. I want to be Pete Fakaisen. He's the lender we work with. He's great. Oh, you know, there are some obstacles to overcome there. And, and Doran, I think we do have the script and stuff that I gave you about a year ago with that. But, you know, hey, well, my brother's a mortgage banker. Great. Okay. I understand that. That's a, that's a really good excuse. But saying that they went and they went out and they got a piece of paper that says buying a home today is a strategy. It's a plan. It's not a piece of paper. The people walking around with that piece of paper specifically in my market in most of the United States today, it's competitive. Mm -hmm. People, people, you can't have a, a letter dated from two months ago and have a seller take you serious in a competitive market. Mm -hmm. So if you could sell that edge and you can come up with that, you know, two minute, you know, conversation that you're going to have with that buyer when they call you and you're set up for success. I mean, that's how you win the business because mm -hmm. I get the same thing over and over again. Well, I was pre-approved at the local bank. Well, the local banker doesn't have our license, folks. You know, so in some of you guys are local bankers. You should start doing what we're doing, which is, you know, you need to understand who your client is. It's not you're not the waiter taking the order for dinner. You are the person that is going to give them the money to buy the roof over their head. Mm -hmm. And the more you can think about that and put you know, the compassion into that, the empathy and feel for them. I mean, you're going to win. You're going to win. It might take you a little time to master it, but, you know, 
You get the professional referral. This is the biggest asset they're buying. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, hey, here's your call, and I'm going to do this and do that. It's, you know, you want you want it planned and calculated. You know the person you're talking to. I look up my clients on Facebook every time. You know, mm -hmm. they, they're, I want to know who I'm talking with on the other side. Um, you know, look them up real quick. It's not a bad thing. So what you're really speaking to, Peter, is don't leave it a chance. Don't leave the most important baton, baton um, pass in the relay race. Uh, you look at the relay, it's a bunch of fast people passing this metal little metal thing that's like, what is it, like eight inches long or something? Yeah. Well, a big piece of winning that race is how they pass the baton. If they're clunky with it, if they're awkward with it, they're not going to win the race. And you can't leave it to chance that the other people on your team know how to pass the freaking baton. You got to go through the motions. You got to train. You got to go through step by step with laser like precision on how that baton toss is going to happen every time. And that's going to serve you. It's going to serve the realtor and it's going to serve the client. Everyone wins when the baton, when the baton toss is done right, but you don't leave it to chance, right? It's not something that happens by accident. It happens by design. So having optimal edification so that you're positioned as the expert, teaching the realtor the value and having you give the client a second look, even if they already have a mortgage pre-approved. Because let's be real, if they're pre-approved to the bank, the bank doesn't give a rat's ass about the realtor and giving the realtor an inside look into the client's financial situation to make sure that the realtor is not wasting their time and to make sure the realtor has the highest possible outcome in that transaction. The, real, the bank's doing their own thing. You're the only person as their real partner who's going to give the realtor that advantage, right? And that's an advantage to the client and it's an advantage to the realtor. So you got to clarify and communicate that. Otherwise, they're not going to get it. They don't get this stuff through osmosis, guys. You probably noticed, right? You actually have to walk them through it, baby steps. And so we've talked about passing the baton. We've talked about bringing clarity and confidence. We've talked about helping the, the realtor lead, teach them how to lead the client well. No one has taught them how to do that properly in many cases. That's your job. Teach them how to be an effective leader when it comes to passing the baton. We've talked about how to generate leads through Consumer Direct, through the database, through teaching them how to take what they're already doing right now and make it more effective. That's why I always say you're not in the mortgage business, you're in the marketing business. Because until and unless you get that you're in the marketing business, A, you're gonna be broke, you're gonna have skinny kids, B, you're not gonna have the mindset and the skill set to teach your realtors how to market effectively, and that's the single most valuable asset and advantage you can bring to the table that will set you apart from all the other chump uh, competition in your marketplace is your marketing prowess. And in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. It doesn't take much to stand out from the pack. All you have to do is just have an itty bitty little bit of marketing sophistication to blow your comp comp competition out of the water. It doesn't take much. So then you can start to show them how to generate leads. You can show them how to convert more of their leads into closings, right? There's automation for that with CRMs and uh, lead follow-up systems like Agent Legend and all that. There's all kinds of great tools for 
you know, automated follow-ups and drips and, you know, bringing great scripts and languaging to be able to get on the phone with these people, sending text messages and emails and voicemails and having a, a, a speed to the lead so you're not letting them get cold. All that stuff you can help the realtor execute. And when you do that, it's a win-win. The realtor gets more business and you get more business because now you're the you're one of the first points of contact to get these people pre-approved. Right. So in many cases, you're able to get the realtor to pay to fill your pipeline with leads because the realtor is already paying for that stuff. You're just showing them how to optimize it. And by showing them how to optimize it and improve it, you have the keys to the castle now to get access to those leads and to follow up with them and to get them pre-approved. How's that for a win win? Right. So look at how you can help the realtor automate systematize, delegate. I know Peter, one of the secret sauce things he's been doing for his realtors is uh, setting up automated follow-ups on leads for his realtors that his realtors wanted to do and had the, uh, you know, the desire to do, but never had the techno savviness to figure it out. And all of a sudden Peter is like the savior. He can practically walk on water and they're practically worshiping at the altar of Peter Fikaisen because he helped to put that one little piece into place. <laughs> Doran, someone thought I was an IT guy in an office the other day. <laughs> right? They're like, hey, you're the IT guy, right? Can you help me fix my computer? I'm like, no, I'm the marketing guy and the yeah. mortgage guy, but I'm not the IT guy. I don't know how to fix your computer. <laughs> All because you know how to turn on a computer and actually do a couple things. I mean, it's, it's Correct. like I said, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. It doesn't really take that much. Another thing that's huge for the top producers is bring a virtual assistant into the mix. I mean, five bucks an hour to the Philippines and they can help you and the realtor launch, manage and maintain marketing campaigns. That's one of the things we teach our clients, our mortgage professional clients like Peter and, and other top dogs, how to do is attract top talent virtual assistants to handle all that minutiae for their own mortgage business. And then also once you have them trained up, you can get there, you can provide that as like a, added value service inside of your VIP partnership program that's exclusive to realtors who qualify. Look at what we're doing here. We're stacking the cool. We're stacking the awesomeness. We're stacking all the amazing tools, systems, campaigns, scripts, etc. And at the foundation, it's your clarity, confidence, and certainty. That's what holds the whole thing up. If you don't bring clarity, confidence, and certainty, it doesn't amount to a hill of beans because at the end of the day, they're looking for clear, confident leadership. And then last but not, did you have something you want to say? Yeah, on I was just going to say that when you're doing all those things too, I think associating them, uh, Doran, with real life experiences, like we were talking about, you know, like, hey, like, I don't want you to, you know, hand your phone over to some, to a buyer and, you know, those are real life deals. When you're talking about anything that you're selling in your product, whether it's funny, sad, um, you know, um, if you can associate something with an experience, even a product or program where it might best fit, that's better. When you just talk about stuff, you know, one thing, Doran, and, and I know we're wrapping up here, but, you know, one thing is there's so much white noise, elevator music going on from people in the mortgage business. They crawled out from their refinance rocks. Everybody's going for business. You have to be able to not be that white noise. I talk to real estate agents all the time. I'm in their offices. Um, you know, 
specifically real estate agents, people are crushing them with emails. You have to find another way to communicate. You have to look to text. You have to do in-person, you know, um, in-person meetings. You know, you just got to be, you know, careful about time. It is a spring market. So, you know, but just really try to pick and choose what can get someone's attention and what's elevator music. I mean, I, I told, you know, management that, you know, our sales calls, you're reviewing products. I just had a two hour private call with my whole team this morning here in my office, made everybody come in. We had lunch and I had someone on the call and I directed the call and went through guidelines on specific products. They tried to review this in a group setting on a Monday sales call with the whole company. If someone's talking and you're not focused, you got to think about things the way your experiences go. My experience there was, I, I said in a, in a meeting the other day, I said, listen, we can't give training in a group environment because it's white noise. No one's listening. When you're talking with a realtor, you need to make sure they're listening. You got to give them the information that they're going to count on. And it's got to be quick and informative. And it's got to be something personal. You have to relate to them on a personal side where it's never going to work. Cool. Well, we could keep going probably for another hour or two, guys, but uh, we need to wrap up because I have a hard stop in about four minutes. But here's the big thing I want to just uh, make sure you guys get before we wrap up. You've got to stop hawking your wares, hawking your stuff to anybody who's got a pulse, who can fog a mirror, who calls himself a realtor. You got to raise your standards for what you will accept in terms of a realtor partner on your team. Get clarity on who you will accept on your team. What's a must have, what's a must not have. And then you need to create a VIP partnership program, which is one of the things we teach our clients, our mortgage professional clients how to do is how to create a VIP partner program and then how to interview realtors to see if they qualify. You need to make it exclusive and shift the tides from them interviewing you to you interviewing them. They don't have the cookie. You've got the cookie. They need you more than you need them. That's what I'm talking about. That's the mindset shift. And then you better freaking deliver with killer kick-ass value. And that's what we teach our clients how to do. How to create that killer kick-ass unique value proposition how to build that total certainty, clarity, and confidence in yourself so you can bring it to those communications and conversations. Uh, what words that work to get the appointment, how to have an amazing first impression at your initial discovery meeting, how to interview them so that you only work with champs, not chumps, how to transition them from a prospective partner to a signed VIP partner, who goes all in and sends you all their business all the time. So if you'd like more detail and more information on how we can help you go from where you are to where you want to be and be able to do that shortest path to the cash, lowest hanging fruit, I invite you guys to take advantage of a complimentary breakthrough coaching session with one of my consultants or myself. And uh, you can get that by going to mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Again, that's mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Um, obviously, time is um, rather scarce in our, in our schedules. So first come, first serve.
But this is all about getting clarity on where you are, where you want to be, and how we can help you get there. So if you'd like some assistance and more clarity on how we can bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be, reach out to us. I promise you there'll be the most clarity-producing conversation chances are you've ever had in your business, bar none. That you can count on. All right, guys. So uh, that's all we've got for today. Remember, your people will not have confidence until you bring confidence. They will not follow until you step up and lead the charge. Total clarity, total confidence, total certainty. So just decide to step into that and own that. Own your space, own your power, own your clarity, own your confidence. You've got this. All right, guys. Peter, thanks so much for being with me. That was fun. No problem. Uh, that's all we got for today. So again, thank you, Peter. Thank you for watching, guys. Go forth, take massive action, bring massive confidence, clarity, and certainty to that action, and chances are you'll get massive results. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for watching. Later. Have a good weekend.